Okay. No money. We have no jobs. Our heads, heads are falling off. That's <laughs> <laughs> not a bad American accent. I think it's from Alright, welcome to round two of the Sport Project. We are joined by some special people today and by special... I, I, just, <laughs> I do mean special. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Chris Smith uh, and Sasha. Sasha, I've always wondered, how do you actually pronounce your surname? Milk Crate. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot easier. Uh, it's actually Milzarek. Milzarek. No one can say it. No, funny, except for you. Funny story, actually. Uh, Chris and I were in uh, New Zealand. <laughs> it is a good story. And uh, we wanted to wait, you know, right at the last minute. We had our bags checked in, we we're flying home. Um, made a last call for the plane. And uh, Chris goes, no, 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 just wait. Just wait. <laughs> and we're like, okay, we waited. And then the lady's like, okay, final call. Can a Mr. Chris Smith and uh, Mr. Sasha... M- <laughs> and and mean, meanwhile, we sat on the seat watching this poor lady try to announce it. And it was the funniest thing ever. At least she looked at us like a dirty pair of underpants when we finally got on the plane. <laughs> she so mate, she but that hated wasn't us, just but it was vision. worth it. It was worth it. Every little bit. That's a good story. Is that anyway, the end of it? Milk crate. <laughs> yeah. All right, Sasha Milk Crate. And I'm Renee Gartner. And we're going to be talking basically everything sport, and but a little bit left field. So uh, today on the show, we are going to be catching up with our Gungarland Bulls, Sandsy. Sandsy, Tony Sands. Greatest man to ever not play first grade and still chasing. <laughs> ring a ding ding. <laughs> At the ripe old age of 62, he's not given up on the dream, has he? No, <laughs> much like him. yourself, Chris. Yeah, yeah, I'm living the dream right now. You are, you, you are. Did you say you wanted to play for the Chooks? Yeah. I reckon I can make a comeback. Well, we're talking about NRL and it's gone soft with all the rules and implications that have come in. So a and perfect time for Sasha to get back in the game then. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'd still pick you over him though, Renee, to be honest. Thanks very much. But the thing, it's like the time when you used to, I used to get up just to watch the first 10 minutes of State of Origin or the first set of six, because you know it's aggressive. You know it, there's a good chance it's going to kick off and it would be that intense feeling. Now I turn it off. Yeah. I do. No, 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 no. I just, I just, I just flick off and I go, this is boring. I know no one's going to get a stink on. I know there's no Queensland call where you just have a big blue. I know there's none of that. So now I'm just kind of going, eh, I'll watch soccer yourself, instead. Do you ever find yourself at the state of origin in the crowd and just yell out cattle dog in the first five minutes? <laughs> <laughs> just just to see someone. Just to see if it was a bloke in the crowd. I, I, did, I, did take, I did take a mate of mine to watch the final state of origin and, and when all the New South Wales fans were all screaming, New South Wales. He stood there at the top of his lungs. USA! USA! <laughs> and it sounded so similar that it actually passed and people joined in with him in the end. <laughs> that was you, wasn't it? It was me. Yeah, it was you. And some big news. We're talking about a huge coup for the rugby league and a bit of a cross-code buyout. Uh, we'll go into that a little bit later in the show. And of course, what's a show without Sasha's weird and wonderful wacky sports? <laughs> Oh, well, no, don't ever do that again. No, okay. I, 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 you sounded so much like him. <laughs> it was, right? It was not bad. It was we unbelievable. All week. Unbelievable. Sideshow Bob. Um, Bob. Uh, <laughs> 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 I don't even know what it was. Yeah. I just to sort of do a little bit of around the grounds. We're obviously going to be talking a little bit about rugby league as we do, because that kind of seems to be where we fall. But in terms of the lovely rugby union, Melbourne. The Rebels, they're the current leaders of the Australian Conference and also equal share with the Lions overall with the ARU. 
Um, they're taking on the Tars this weekend. Highlanders are still leading New Zealand Conference. And as I said, the Lions are dominating the South African con- Conference. can't even get my words That's out today. That's not the word I balked my call. <laughs> you cannot balk your... Um, and the AFL kicking off uh, this weekend coming. So we're going to be having a little bit more sport injected into the show, which will be great. Oh, sounds horrible. <laughs> Where Sorry. do I sign up? If you can see this bloke's head next to me, I wish we were doing a video. Oh, today. it'd be amazing. Absolutely amazing. I may have gone out for one or two drinks last night just to celebrate St. Patrick's Day. Well, because... Being half Irish, I thought... <laughs> <laughs> when did Being this half... <laughs> Being half Irish. Just because you like a beer doesn't make you half Irish, mate. He has Isn't a head it? like no. a kicked-in biggie kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I can't even look at you. Can we get a petition right here? I feel like I've been chasing parked cars all morning. You smell like <laughs> you. With your face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I'm here. I may have been late, but you, you I'm here. Look, I may have had to get chauffeured in, <laughs> but I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but that's all about driving. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. See that? Yeah, talk about that. Yeah, Don't drink and drive, kids. Hashtag let's go there. Hold exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tumble. Well, again. this is what happens when you're an influencer. You just plug everything on the show. Let's... <laughs> <laughs> Mentos. Yeah. Eat fresh. That's definitely not the one. That's uh, Subway, isn't it? All right, keep going. Continue. Okay. All right, well, let's kick off with our first segment. It is the what segment, boys? Your favorite? Send nudes. Send them. Send them. Send them. That's all right. You got your plug in as well, too. This is groundbreaking. It is groundbreaking. Uh, I, I, want, I want to kick this off because I'm so excited. I've wanted to get this out all weekend. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> no, I want it. Yeah. Oh. No, I've had it out all weekend. I wanted to get this bit out all weekend. I don't know if you know, Renee, Sash. I don't know if you know, but I'm a bit of a keen punter and a horse racing fanatic. Do I need to start the clock yet? No. There's no time limit on this. It's it's exciting. Let me build it. (laughs) Because I've had a horse for two years and I feel like the lazy bitch is just laid in a paddock <laughs> while I pay for her. That's all she's done. She ran a few times. She didn't do anything That's what your missus says about you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so back to the horses. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> so she, she's not shown us any potential to the point me and the other guys that own it have gone, oh, should we just get rid of this thing? But guess what? Friday, she came through. She won a maiden. What? Race three. Let's Sakali. Name is Sakali. Indonesian for very fast. She proved me wrong so many times, but she came through. $4.60. I would have given you the tip, but I had zero confidence in her winning. <laughs> <laughs> Where was the race at? Smith, was it? The Bangador races, was it? Sale, mate. Sale. Where's that? Melbourne. Okay. <laughs> As Did if he? we should know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another sale of races? Oh, I've never heard of them. Yeah. Anyway, the horse one. That's it. That's and um. Uh, okay, so talk to me. Is is that your? Are we starting? That's my here? It's absolutely pointless. But I was so excited, <laughs> I couldn't think of anything. Do you know else. what? As Chris mentioned, he was out celebrating St. Paddy's Day, yeah. and rather than coming in with a pen and paper and any sort of form of preparation, he's coming in with two Gatorades, <laughs> a packet of cheese and onion chips. <laughs> And he brought Sash and I a Malteser Easter bunny egg, which was really cute. Thoughtful. Very thoughtful. Yeah. yeah. And what did I get a few assholes? Nothing. Love and affection. A and yeah, coffee. actually, yeah. Nice coffee. It was warm two hours ago. And what did I get a few? A scenic <laughs> view? <laughs> <laughs> 
love the mountainous region. Here, isn't it? <laughs> it's a peaks. lovely day, isn't it? Hey? <laughs> is it cold in here? What do you mean? Oh, my eye. <laughs> Chris, can you please put your shirt on? No. <laughs> I'm about to take my underpants off. Pants. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll start the clock with you then, Sasha, because you've actually turned up prepared, mate. And we know Chris is probably going to steal at least 59 out of your 60 seconds here. My horse one. <laughs> <laughs> Squirrel. <laughs> okay. Right. Away you go. All right. So my sentiment segment this week is the Greek soccer match where one of the Greek owners of a football club has stormed the pitch. On the 89th minute, uh, yeah, no joke. Um, so he's gone on there after his team um, got ruled a goal that was it was a goal. It ended up being a goal, but it was ruled offside, so it was nil all still. Stormed the pitch, not happy with his security conglomerate. Um, not only that, but he was armed with a handgun in a holster on the side of his. What head. the f- wow! Uh, do, do, do. Is he the owner of this club? He's the owner of the club. So my thing is send him, as in like, mate, he should be sent away from the game, banned for life. Well, can we send Chris then? Because he walked in with two guns on his uh, on his arms today. I've got a loaded gun right here now. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not I'm not quite sure how I feel about that. It's pretty ruthless. Can you imagine being in the opposition? You'd shoot yourself. Yeah, well, the referee. Shoot yourself got, or shoot yourself? Got you'd shoot yourself at the floor. Look, the moral of the story is never go to the pitch. Again. Never go to a soccer game in Greece <laughs> is the moral of that story. Can I just point this out? Sasha told me I'd be really impressed with his closing line today for this story. Was that it? <laughs> <laughs> Was that honestly it? He's yeah, like, I've got a really... week. Try the veal. Try the veal. Yeah. I prefer um, Parmigiana. Oh, really? Yeah. I like the cheese. What'd you say? And in other sports... And the crowd went mild. Um, <laughs> cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going with mine. Um, rugby league, how surprising. The Bunnies. Uh, oh! Oh, your team. Is that your nah, team? No, you're still I'm a Storm going. fan. Uh, they, went well they went real well, too. Uh, they went real well. The game on the weekend, Greg Inglis, obviously just returning after a year off. Uh, had a mild concussion, I think. What did you call it when you saw him trying to tackle thin air? Eating turf. Eating turf, Eating yep. turf um, yeah. So HOA came off the field and was booed by the Penrith fans. I want to send all the Penrith fans. Send them. Yeah. Well, send them. It, That's look, so rotten. I tell you what, if I'm a Penrith fan and Greg Inglis walks off the pitch playing against me, I'm happy about that. I'm cheering. I'm mm. giving him a round of applause. I don't want that beast on the field. <laughs> if I can get that savage off, I want him off. <laughs> True because story. He, he, yeah. he can penetrate any defence oh. whenever he wants. <laughs> and look, the West the West uh, crowd out there, being from Penrith, they've only got um, a whole head of teeth between the whole lot of them. So, uh, oh, wow. Let's not let's not completely cut off. That's where you're from. It is where I'm from. So that's why I'm speaking, <laughs> speaking from experience. No, I love the West. Go Penrith. No, I No, no. Hoping these jokes yeah, get Paul better G. as this goes on. Is he going to be all right? I did catch up with Huey Bowman, who again was concussed after taking a fall uh, a couple of days back, and uh, I went to see him. And do you know what? They they're tough. Those little jockeys. Oh yeah. They're fifty-five kilos, give or take either side. But mate, they he came off full pelt. Yeah. And I said to him, I said, "Did you?" I said, "Did the horse behind you catch you?" He said, "No." As I came off, I'd I'd been flicked round to the position where I could see the oncoming horses. And I felt two hooves just go, 
oh, right past wow. my head. And, and, and he's got cuts and bruises all over his head. He said, I lost my gold tooth. <laughs> <laughs> I said, whatever, Juice Bigelow. You got a gold tooth. <laughs> that is so good. Yeah. With a gold tooth. I said, has the horse got it now? Oh. <laughs> well, but he's, uh, he, the Hong Kong Cup was yesterday. Don't know the result. Don't ask me. But he missed out on a ride there, which could have been a massive payday. But you know what? He's all right. He's back next week. Don't worry, Winks. Kerry McAvoy can get off now. You've got your Listen to back. you. You have one win with your horse, and you just yeah, think just you're... Horse, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And now I'm going to sell it. I know a jockey. <laughs> <laughs> I know a jockey with a gold tooth. No big deal. Yeah. <laughs> I know a jockey that used to have a gold tooth. He threw a gold tooth, and you're just dropping names just like the gold tooth. Yeah. Okay, well, that's our send them segment. Probably not as not one of our finest ones, but uh, <laughs> we've got plenty more coming up. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. Send it. Send it to your mates and uh, get around it. It is The Sport Project with this week, Chris Smith and Sasha Milkrade. And it's $250 a month. <laughs> I love yeah, when you're hungover. I actually don't know what he's on about. No. Yeah. All I could be was him slurping his Gatorade the whole time. <laughs> and he's, you know you're doing it well when you do it with no hands as well. Talking about Gatorade, by the way. Okay. Um, and as I said, I'm your host, Renee Gartner. Carlo is away with it from us this week, but he will be joining us back <laughs> in round three. The little egg. So we've got plenty more happening on the Sport Podcast. Don't leave. Welcome to the Sport Project with Chris and Sasha and Renee in the hot seat today. And <laughs> it's time to check in on our adopted team. Sash, you explain it best, especially when Chris is riding your shoulder right now. Yeah, so look, just for context, viewers and Sandy, Chris is just humping my shoulder at the moment. Like, it's my good shoulder. <laughs> this is what happens um, when you get hungover and horny. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. Sandy, mate, how are you? Mate, never seen a brighter. Mate, that's, that's good. That's good. Did you get a win yesterday, mate? I hear you uh, had your first trial for the Gungarland Bulls. Uh, mate, under 18s, I uh, had a draw and reserved. Oh, sorry, under 18s had a win. Actually, the young fellas at reserve game, we had a draw. So, are you still? Are you trying to play for the 18s as well now? Well, you're allowed to have one or two overage players. So I tried to have a say before, but I wouldn't let me. Yeah, but mate, don't you count for about four of them? Mate, please tell me you picked yourself through one of these teams. Please tell me you played. Mate, well, listen, there was a bit of a miscommunication with the reserve grade coach because. Uh, I Line breaks, assists, anything like that. You chip and chase. <laughs> well, no, I, I just defended with a dummy after you should have done, so I was probably out of position. <laughs> hey, hey, Sansy, just a quick one, mate. Look, footy aside, let's uh, let's get to the more important things. How was the rubbery dub afterwards? Did you do an upside down beer bong and did your pants stay on? <laughs> mate, trousers stayed on, no beer bong, but we gave it a good nudge. I mean, I've got a hangover, you can take a picture of the <laughs> I feel you, brother. I feel you. Uh, just sort of, yeah. Just in Bega. It's a lovely place, Bega, too. It's um, never any problems down here. I think it's where they kind of can. Two heads are better than one. But anyway, it's a lovely place. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so what else you got for us, Sandy, this week, mate? What's uh, what's on the cards for coming up? 
wait. Uh, plenty of training this week with the boys. Uh, we've got our final trial next week in Nara. Uh, yeah. Well, mate, I'll be, I'll be uh, that, I'll, we'll be that way. I'll be in there that uh, that weekend, I think. Actually, that's a lie. I'm going to be in the Gold Coast. Sorry, Can mate. We I got excited. Please? <laughs> Can we please put him in for something? I, I want to see how please, tough this kid I'll is. Get him in, mate. I'll, anytime, anywhere, I'll get him in. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Um, do you have an under 14s or 15 <laughs> seam? Like, you can get me in, ladies. Mate, I'd <laughs> still carve me up, yeah, I reckon. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sandy, mate, look, lovely to talk to you again this week, mate, and um, we'll touch base next week. So good luck. No worries, guys. Have a great week, and uh, talk to you next weekend. And, and, the, and the, uh, and the uh, call sign, mate, just a quick one. Ring a ding ding. Yeah. There it is. There you are. <laughs> Thanks, Sandy. See you, mate. Bye bye. Well, we sort of want to do something a little bit different on the sport project with Chris, Sasha and Renee here today. Now, as I said, if you want to be part of this podcast, you can download it, share it, send it to your mates, get around it. It is the sport project. Uh, Now, as you said, we we want to do something a little bit different with this segment, but I think it's more the fact that this is to a good sport. Would you say that, Sash? Should that probably be the... I don't know. Someone's been a good sport in this. Someone's been a good sport, correct, Renee? Someone needs a high five. It's... um... (laughs) Look, it's it's just been in the papers all week. I mean, we've got to mention it. Do you, do you want me to give you a rundown of the article, or or yeah. is that where you're going to go? Well, we can do that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah can right. you show me what happened? <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, he's on fire. All right. Well, basically, a commuter who received a criminal conviction and a seven hundred dollar fine after receiving oral ridiculous. Sex. Are you going to keep interrupting? Yes. Are you going to let me finish? No. <laughs> he never lets any female finish. Um, after receiving oral sex on the train, um, he basically said, how can you be so lucky and unlucky in the one day? He's a, a bloke from Wollongong. He was on the train at about 10 a.m., saw a female masturbating. She asked um, asked if she could get laid out yeah. of it. Yeah, um, yeah. We can say that. We can say sex. Yeah, we can. We can. Sex. Intimate. Um, her comment was, I'm horny. Will you me? Um, Fuck. He said no. (laughs) (laughs) He said no, but in the end he got some oral sex and was arrested when the train made its way to the station. Um, He didn't realise there was CCTV footage on the train and he thought that they would give him a high five and say, well done, mate, instead of arresting him. I've got one thing for this, man. I, I do have to mention. I do have to mention he does have a partner and three children. Three kids. So like oh, Shane Brennan, yeah. thirty-eight years old, partner, three kids. Trained from Port Kembla to Wollongong. By the way, when are we going? I booked. <laughs> <laughs> um, and look, it's that was like, your like first Renee class, says, was it? Like Renee says, like big deal. You know, everyone's done that. You know, I've done it twice this week. <laughs> um, but he does have a missus and three kids. So, okay, what a scumbag. But when he was approached and, you know, got an interview, uh-huh. speaking with the interviewer, the journalist, they were saying, no, you know, your missus is pretty dirty. What and about having response, to be a journo covering that? Oh, wow. Well. Um, but his response to the journalist was, it is what it is. And that's, oh. and that's, and that's what he told his missus, basically. Oh. She's dirty, oh, mate, you're getting blowies off the train. Um, you know, I'm pretty dirty, are you? And he goes, mate, well, it is what it is. If you don't like it, you know. You seize the opportunity, don't you? <laughs> mate, it's unbelievable. <laughs> it's not something that comes past every day, is it? It's not. And the, the worst part, I don't know if it's the worst or the best, but he was on the platform and he was, he appeared to be urinating on the platform, pulled up by the cops and he goes, mate, definitely not urinating. I'm just washing me cock with coke. 
He had a can oh. of Coke or a bottle of Coke and was washing his old fella with Coke before he got home to the missus. Is the acidity in that? Is that know. a good cleansing problem? I don't know, but I bought, I bought a couple of cans of Coke as well. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't that it's just... Look, I know it's not... Can you get your own. old fella in the gaff for the car? <laughs> <laughs> Well, it was one of those wide throw-me-down ones. <laughs> but, like, it's not, I know it's not a sport, guys, and this is the sport project, but... That should be a sport. It should be a sport. There so should anyway, be more women like her. So Chris and I put a petition out there for the Stop next Stop looking uh, at me. <laughs> we keep looking at Renee. Hi, her, I mean you. Yeah. Um, but, okay, so I've got, a, I've got a couple of questions about this. Okay. Um, I really hope in post-production this segment doesn't make one, it. One... <laughs> This is more of a statement. No, it's not okay. You're married with three kids. You shouldn't be getting gobbies on the train. Two, does she have any sisters? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this show's getting real loose. Well, it's deviated <laughs> straight from sport, and we now talk about gobbies on trains. It yeah. should be a sport. Exactly right. 2018. No, Can we get in a couple with, uh, You only both want it to be a sport because you both come first every time. All right, that is the sport project, and we're going to have plenty more. It's a race. It is a race, and I would like to at least have a crack once. Um, <laughs> you at least like to hear the start go. <laughs> <laughs> As I said, follow us, share us. Um, oh, no. oh, she can't have anything. Her mind's just about trains, Port Campbell to Wollongong, and <gasps> trying to find our mate Shane Brennan. No, I'm um, just trying to see if I've got any money on my Opal card to get a ride. All right. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be catching up with Carlton player Dale Thomas very shortly. Welcome to the Sport Project podcast. We have Chris, Sasha and Renee. And our next guest actually demanded Deverest that he introduced himself because he didn't want Chris to do it. Who have we got on the call? Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you wouldn't mind welcoming, please, the 220-game premiership superstar all the way from Melbourne, Victoria, currently live on the phone, Daisy Thomas. Oh, 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 good. We're out of the job. What, what a real treat. <laughs> can I just mic drop for you right now and leave the building? <laughs> you can do whatever you want, mate. It's your show. Daisy Thomas, how are you, champion? I'm going really well, buddy. Um, things are pretty exciting down here. We're at... We're five days out from the first game of the season, so it's pretty good times. And it's a it's a pretty impressive first round draw for you, isn't it? Last year's premiers. How are you feeling? We're feeling really good. Um, as you say, we've got the reigning premiers. It's going to be a hundred thousand people at the MCG on a Thursday night. I think the weather's looking good. They're in red hot form. We've uh, we've hit a bit of form in the preseason comp as well. So it's one of those things that um, you know preseason, as you would well know, buddy is. The worst time of the year for any athlete. So the, the fact that that's over with and we're into the real stuff is absolutely it, It's not our thing, is it, pre-season? Look, it's not. The only good thing is that we, we do tan okay. So a bit of time outside the sun is probably the only positive of pre-season. So Daisy, sorry, mate, it's Sashi. You might know me from such shows as RBT or Wheel of Fortune. Um, <laughs> you've, mate, you've kicked 135 sausage rolls. You've played over 220 games. Mate, legend of the game. Um, you're pumped for the pre You're pumped for the game coming up against the Tigers. Genuinely pumped. It's sort of it's a weird thing when you when you get to my spot, I guess, in your career. When you're closer to the end than you are the finish, it's you probably stop taking things for granted that you never really understood that you did take for granted. So I uh, I drove past the MCG the other day on the way into training just for something different. I genuinely got goosebumps for about. 
open five minutes after driving past it. Just the, the thought of what's going to be and what's going to come on Thursday night is a prospect that genuinely gets me up and about. And, uh, you know, I'm certainly looking forward to it and can't wait. Mate, yes, it sounds exciting, especially against the reigning premiers there. Now, number 39, mate, is there any significance to that number? Well, I was 13 for a fair while, so I thought that if I went a few things, if I went to 39, to be three times better. Probably hasn't quite been. <laughs> I don't know what 13 divided three is, but maybe I should have gone with that because that's probably the way the career's gone that... now. But um, I think uh, there was a little bit of that. My good mate, Heath Shaw, got traded at the same time I did. He wore 39. And, of course, the one, the only, Warwick, the whiz capper. Uh, if you don't like short shorts and standing on heads, what do you like? <laughs> <laughs> and mate, thirteen times three equals thirty-nine. I like it. I didn't you know what the maths in school. Mate, as big check could say, that's quick maths. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mate, you're, you're saying you're, you're towards the end of your career now. There's there's life in the old dog yet. You're fitter than a dog that I've ever seen it before. You're like a whippet round that park. Billy Slater, yeah, a good friend of ours, played three hundred games yesterday. Are you going to match him? get the 300 but like I say like you just said I, I'm genuinely feeling good I sort of had a, a pretty tough one run with injuries there for a while and you know I probably didn't uh, didn't respect it as much in terms of how much it actually takes out of you and how hard it is to get back from that and sort of to, to reach the potential or the, the heights that you've hit so I feel after a really strong pre-season um, a few years of you know, consistent footy and that continuity that's required to play at a really high level you know, I'm, I'm pretty, uh, pretty up and about as to what this year, and hopefully the next couple of years can bring. But as you said, I went and watched Billy last night. Unfortunately for them, it was a tough loss. But yeah, Billy started 300 games. What a superstar. What a better bloke. Hey, um, Daisy, we sort of give Chris Smith a bit of a nickname around here. He's called a winger because he just hangs out with footballers. Shut how, up again. <laughs> how do you actually know Chris? How did you guys stumble across each other? Grinder. <laughs> <laughs> So we're on Frinda. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, I met Chris through Billy, uh, Billy Nicole Slater, and also I played footy with Paul Lecuria and his lovely wife, Barb. So um, they're all a bunch of seen heads. And uh, of course, you've got the biggest one next year in the studio, grinning away, no doubt, at the minute. So, Are you referring to Sasha uh, or Chris? Uh, well, I don't know if Chris has been on RBT yet, so we'll go, we'll go with him. But, um, they can't catch me, mate. No, his missus drove him into work this morning. Well, you should see his head, Daisy. Like, True fact. Head, it is it's like we, a half-chewed uh, hamburger. <laughs> when, you, when you start associating with people who are uh, partial to a good time like myself, it's, um, friendships tend to blossom pretty quickly. Yeah, he's a cracking lad. We missed you at St. Patrick's Day yesterday. You would have been life and soul of a whole party for sure. Yeah, it was probably a good thing that I wasn't there. Really well. <laughs> You've got games to play, Chris. Games yeah, I've got play. games to play and bigger fish to fry. It ruins your life, doesn't it? Now, Daisy, a quick one, mate. We are talking to Trent Merrin last week and he was talking about the new generation going in the showers with budgie smugglers on. So What's what we that want... about? Exactly right, mate. So look, what we want to know is that when you take a shower with the lads after the game, budgie smugglers or just in the Rodney Road, fruit and veg yet? Absolutely, Rodney Root. It's sort of a yes. implied <laughs> policy and something that is a, you know, an elder statesman of the game that I feel it's my uh, duty of care to make sure that these younger boys come in are, are comfortable in their own skin. So unless it's a lucrative endorsement deal from Rodney <laughs> Instagram, which I don't think too many of these young kids have got at the minute, it would be pants off, thank you, and uh, let your prawn run free. 
I'll tell you what, if Budgie Smugglers are speed, I want to take Daisy Thomas on board. He's repping you big time. <laughs> he, what, he's not yeah, repping you because he's saying he doesn't wear them. Well, he will for a lucrative deal. Money oh, right. talks, Renee. Sorry. sorry <laughs> hey, uh, Daisy, thanks so much for having a chat to us on the Sport Project today. I know you've got the big game kicking off first at the MCG on Thursday night. Go the Blues. Best of luck, thanks. mate. Thanks very much and uh, all the best for the show, guys. It's been a cracker. The Sport Project this week is minus one of our players in Carlo, but we do have Chris, Sasha and Renee in the studio and we are here to bring you all the sport action. As I said, we try and keep it a little bit lighthearted, hit the hard-hitting news, but then Sasha gets involved and he brings us the weird and wonderful wacky sports. Yeah, that's, what have you got? That's correct, Renee. Look, this week we're talking all things mullet fest. So I don't know if you're aware, but the mullet fest was... Uh, held a few weeks back. Um, and look, I can hear the negativity through the microphone right now. Mullet growing a mullet is not a sport. Um, to that, I say... Of course it is. It is. Of course it is. Exactly right. And to that, I tell, you know, say that to the ultimate winner, Shane the Shag Henrahan, who did win his first trophy ever. What about the name? I oh, know, Shane the Shag. Great. It's so good. But he won his first trophy ever at this year's Best Mullet. Um, and then by, he celebrated by leading the band, the Stunned Mullet. No shit. <laughs> In a rendition of Dirty Deeds by ACDC. Isn't... Could you get any more Australia, mate? Unbelievable, isn't it? Wow. It's incredible. So that's the weird, wacky sports from around the world today, and I will let you mull it over. Oh. Dear God, see what he did there? He's your mate. The seconds of my life I'll Just never get back. over, get it, because it's like fish is a muller. Okay, mullet, do you know what mullet, you do with puns? Over, is... Yeah, you explain it. Yep, dad joke. Okay, good chat. Next you segment. <laughs> If we could go back and do the send it segment, you'd get sent for that. <laughs> oh, my horse one. <laughs> my horse one. Hey, do you know what? Um, although Sasha just brings pearls of wisdom like that, uh, Chris has actually delivered a pearl of wisdom today. Wisdom, I can't even speak. I know. Um, drunk, are you I feel like I am, and I've been off it. Uh, he's bringing us one of the greats of AFL in Dale, Daisy Thomas, and we're going to be speaking to him very shortly. So make sure you do not turn out of our podcast. You can subscribe. You can send it to your mates. You can get around it. It is the sport project. In and uh, around it. In send and around it. it. Send it. Uh, and we're going to talk about some other things today as well, too. As I said, we keep it a little bit serious occasionally, um, and we're going to talk about our main topic today, if I can even get my... Uh, Page open to tell you. Okay, the Warriors. New, New Zealand, Zealand Warriors. New Zealand Warriors. Started uh, well, haven't they? They have. They've started really well. But they're one of those teams that they're a heartbreak team. They're on and off yeah. like a cold and hot tap. I mean, on paper, you would say they're world beaters. They've got such a combination. They play impressive football. They just hate defending. They've never liked defending. They can play the they can play the ball. They can throw it around. They're spectacular. And when the likes of Sean Johnson are on, forget it. There's no better team to watch. Yeah, but they can never, they can never continually do it. But there's something new about the Warriors, isn't there? There is something a little they bit meditate new. Meditate after every single try. They take deep breaths. They get together in a huddle, I, I, and we understand that a lot of them are very religious. They believe in God and everything else, and they have that spiritual right. And they collectively get together and they pray after every single try, and they reset and they steady themselves. And you know what? We're two games in. They've won two. Fair enough, they're all at home, but they're turning it on. Well, I think the biggest change to them as well, too, is having a nice handy 5-8 in there. And like as a Manly fan, I, I weep. 
uh, um, with Blake Green. But geez, he's made a difference in the side. Oh, absolutely. Look, they, they, they play incredible football and they've got the backs to back it up. Isaac Luke is looking fit than I've ever seen him. Yeah, Linus, I've seen him. Yeah. Him and Trent Merrin must be going the same dietitian. I know. <laughs> Mine. <laughs> Smith's crisps. You were looking pretty lean when you came in this morning, mate. There's a reason. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was some baddies day. Some baddies day yesterday. Yeah. It was St. Patrick's Day. I'm half Irish people. But the Warriors, are they going to be bought out? Well, happen? that's the thing. So that's what I was going to bring up with you guys today is uh, two NFL Super Bowl winning brothers are edging closer to buying the New Zealand Warriors following a secret meeting between NRL Todd Bod and Toss. What am I trying to say? Boss Todd Greenberg and their siblings Tongan American Consortium in Auckland last week. Now, they want to bring a bit of American flair to the Australian sport. And, of course, like these guys, these brothers, actually own a chain of hamburger joints in Hawaii. Oh. So why not buy an NRL team? It does, I don't know. It just doesn't make sense, really, for me. Um, NFL over there, it's a huge sport, massive mm. following. You know, there's no salary cap over there. I think it's a totally different game. Yeah. But in saying that as well, they might be able to bring something different to NRL, which I think that uh, the game needs. They, it wouldn't go amiss. You know, we, we've spoke, we've touched on it over the last couple of weeks that NRL, we believe, has softened up so much that you're losing spectators, you're losing members, you're losing the flair that the game once had. So any injection will be welcomed, I agree, I think. NFL, they respect rugby league players beyond belief. They say, you do what we do without the pads. Yeah. That's impressive. And it is. It's, it's a tough, tough sport. And we love it, and we love the fact that they respect it so much. What will they bring? We don't know. Are we open to them changing it? Are we open to them coming on board? What are the benefits of owning an NRL club? Well, if you had $20 million contracts per year, you'd have a little bit of change. Now, the Warriors owner, Eric Watson, is unwilling to sell the Warriors for anything less than $24 million. No. Well, combine the two yeah. contracts, you got forty million. I'm no mathematician, but you should be able to afford it. That's a year's wage. <laughs> How dare you? But uh, look, I think it's going to bring. Um, I think it'll bring good things to the sport, especially over there. The Warriors have got such a passion in the All Blacks, um, and I think it might just bring a bit of entertainment to the NRL and hopefully take a few of those supporters away from the union and bring them back to league. I mean, have have, have they tried it before? Is it a publicity stunt? It could be. Hey, it's an expensive one if it is, $24 million. Well, they tried to under like come in underneath and they've offered $22 million, which was knocked back. So they're yeah. still in talks and it's gone underground. Like, I love how they're saying it's a secret meeting, but Man, we're I'm reading about it. I'm going to give it a heads up. It'll go for 22. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of option. That's $22 million <laughs> now. Once, twice, third and final. 23. Oh, oh. <laughs> To the two idiots from Burger Jam. <laughs> and Chris American and... football! <laughs> Woohoo! Hey, with 20 million, would you buy an NRL team? We know Chris has got a horse. How well did that go this week? He won. He won. She won. She won. She won. <laughs> he won. He won. <laughs> Unless she's had a sex change, she won. She won. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, oh, convincingly too. Yeah. You so buy... impressed. Yeah. I was actually at lunch. Oh, we're Brandon back on the room. horse. Oh, I thought you horse, said, yeah. I thought he was going to say convincingly two NRL clubs. I was like, wow. Okay. Nah, nah, bollocks to NRL. <laughs> my horse won. I was actually at a work lunch with Clinique at Barangaroo and there's a plug. And, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. Clinique Australia, hashtag Clinique, Clinique, Clinique for men. <laughs> Soft skin. SPF. You should say your skin right now, Clinic. You wouldn't be proud of him. No. <laughs> Have you got that under eye shit, Ali? Um, <laughs> Called a balaclava. <laughs> and goggles. And we, so we sat down at lunch and I interrupted the lunch. I said, Look, I'm really sorry. My horse hasn't run for 26 weeks. She's been eating grass in a paddock while I've been paying for that. Are you still uh, talking? 
my horse warm. <laughs> Anyway. Oh, we're covering all sports here on this project. As I said, download it, follow us, subscribe, all of the things that you need to do with podcasts. With Chris, Sasha, Carlo's absent today, and Renee. Um, that's pretty much it. Oh, actually, let's just do a little bit of around the grounds before I'm we leaving. finish up today. Chris, you can't even open the door on your way out, mate. Uh, Sasha, you said you wanted to throw a little shout out. Yeah, look, a little shout-out, or even a big shout-out, whatever you want there, but a big shout-out to Ben Simmons of the 76ers. Um, for those of you who don't know, he just become the third person in NBA history to rack up 1,000 points, 500 rebounds, and 500 assists in a rookie season. Blokes dead set killing it, and, um, you know, go Philadelphia 76ers, even though I'll go for the Lakers. Wow. Okay. And I had no idea out. what you just said. It's on your phone. <laughs> That's because you were just... Swiping. Says <laughs> <laughs> the man who talks nothing about horses. Thanks very much, guys, for joining us again this week. We're going to be back in round three to discuss all things union, league, AFL, horse racing, mullet growing competitions, and, and nude photos. And send ems. Send ems. Thanks for joining us on the Sport Project. 